you should now be in Martinho da Arcada. This café opened in the late 18th century. It was once known as the Snow House. It was one of the few places in Lisbon selling ice preserved from the snow that fell in the mountains. Ask to see the table where Fernando Pessoa used to sit. There are photographs on the walls that remember the time. Pessoa wasn't just a writer. He was a man of limitless interests. The archive shows us absolutely extraordinary documents. The man was interested in window design, the results of English football games, probably because of a betting system. It, it didn't matter. And this omnivorous curiosity of Fernando Pessoa was converging with something else. A graphomania, absolutely unstoppable. Anything he thought, he had to write down. How did he write? He has thousands of things written with a pencil. He always walked with pencil stumps in his pockets. If he had a whole pencil, he would split it in three. And then he would sharpen them on both sides. He always had pockets with two or three or four pencils. That was the way Fernando Pessoa wrote. A friend offered him a pen, a very good one, a decent pen, and he rejected it, then accepted it. But after two or three days, he offered it to someone else because it tickled his fingertips. He also typed. He would spend the night at the offices, organizing work in his writings. In fact, he liked having the keys to the offices so he could work whenever he felt like. Many of his ideas were for new projects. Some of them came to light, others remained on the page. But none of them had any commercial success. He had no talent whatever for business. He spent his whole life wanting to do business. He, he was indeed an extraordinary mental entrepreneur with very little entrepreneurial ability, so to speak. There is an extraordinary document which shows that at one point he wanted to set up a company that would be called Cosmopolis. The Cosmopolis documents are an extraordinary thing because it's a list, of, if, if I'm not mistaken, of over 80 business ideas. I would guess it was all done at the same time. And the most diverse inventions too. The typewriter reels are known, which prefigure the ball of the electric typewriter, which was something that only appeared much later. The mining concessions business, what we can say today is that he spent hours and hours developing those ideas that have never been implemented. At one point, he registered the company Olisip, agents, organizers and publishers. It was in 1921. The idea was to make an intermediary company in a certain type of commerce so it would be useful for most things, including tourist publicity about Portugal and Lisbon. So it was like this. He meant it to be a multifaceted company, say, but it lasted a short time and ended up publishing only four books. These four books were the final versions of Pessoa's own English poems, The Invention of the Clear Day by Almada Negreiros, the Divine Sodom by Raul Leal 
and the second edition of the songs of Antonio Boto. The books of Boto and Lial were seized by the authorities. They were seen as immoral and scandalous. We all know that scandal sells and that the addition of the songs of Antonio Boto and in particular the, the Divine Sodom by Raul Leal should have sold well enough. The scandal itself was dear to Fernando Pessoa. He felt that these were the books he wanted to edit at Olisipo, although Olisipo's editorial plan was mind-boggling. By 1924, the Olisipu had finished, but Pessoa was still full of projects. He created a Tena magazine, which also only published five issues. In it, Pessoa published for the first time Alberto Caeiro and Ricardo Reis, as well as the last poems of Mário de Sá Carneiro. The main aim of the magazine was to publish Pessoa's work. It was disseminated in small doses and was building, so to speak, a poetic corpus, a poetic corpus, mainly an absolutely unusual poetic corpus. And this is what made it possible in 1927 for the writers of the first edition of Presenza magazine to salute him as the master. In 1934, a large sum of money would come to him but not through business. In the next episode, we will learn how this happened. Now, you can go to Terreiro do Passo. Feel free to walk around there. <laughs>